Hope everybody's doing good this morning. Nice and bright and early on the uh, West Coast, East Coast. Not as early. Well, for some of you, it might. So we'll get going here in a second, and we'll explain what's going on and, and change up the format a little bit. Start getting uh, all of you ready to hopefully get back into business. And uh, for those that have been shut down, and for those that are have still been going, hopefully to expand and uh, put some rocket fuel in your rocket and launch. So I showed straight up on the hour, Chris. We're going to go ahead and get going. Yeah, right. go for, go for it. Um, yeah, unfortunately. Facebook Live does nothing but a spinny circle for me. Oh, wow. Isn't that something? Well, you know, we'll just put the recording up or something. So, hey, welcome, everybody. So, uh, happy Wednesday, hump day. And we're, uh, we're changing it up a little bit. So, whoops. Uh, so, today we're going to go into uh, social media and online marketing. And, you know, it's a broad, broad, broad topic. And so we kind of want to keep to the basics and make some more visual points and points of that we kind of see and we've used in our own businesses. Um, today's discussion is going to be developing a clear vision within your message uh, and within what you see and what you go after. And then uh, Whiskey Tango Foxtrot, uh, we'll cover that a little bit. <clears throat> we'll talk about a system for going into your marketing. We're going to talk about two stories. Everybody wants to tell one story. There's actually a couple stories to tell. Target marketing, target advertising, meaning that getting on to a budget, really focusing, hyper-focusing your attention to a certain clientele. Budget for that, reviews, customer testimonials, a lot of those people people think they're the same. They're not. They're different. And then the tie-in, the, the ground war uh, efforts within, your, uh, within your, your marketing plan. So for those that don't know it by now, if you're new, uh, it's all coming out of the book. And so it's uh, no need to go buy it. We've recorded all of these. And so you can go right out of the book and learn it <clears throat> and just listen in. Or by all means, uh, I'll make a whopping of 49 cents and you can uh, go buy the actual book. So, so <clears throat> today's fun is Diane Doyle. This is my wife. Uh, she's actually here. Uh, she is the uh, female service member holding the rifle and she is on an op 14 which if you're not military prior military is that she played the bad guys for teams that either are in training or getting ready to deploy so in this case she was waiting for um i believe this was a scout sniper team to silhouette and they were looking for them and then she would pop them off now they're not using real rounds uh it's sim rounds uh but Nevertheless, it really helps them come to the next level. So I wanted to share that. Uh, very proud of my wife for uh, serving in the <laughs> serving the guard here in California. And so, uh, baby, well done. This was taken just uh, just a few months ago. So this was on an assignment that she did uh, up in Northern California. So uh, <laughs> the marketing most are doing is attracting the wrong people. Um, Marketing is no longer about the stuff that you make or, or, or offer, I'll add that part in, but about the stories you tell. So that's why I want to share two stories with you. Make sure my phone's on vibrate real quick. So Seth Godin said that, and I, I couldn't agree more. The art of, of, of storytelling has kind of been lost, and if you, can, if you can get really good at storytelling, you're going to get really good at marketing. Uh, people like a good story. Uh, I think that when we come out of all – 
the crap that our world's faced now is we're going to like a real good positive story more than ever. And so <clears throat> get really good at that. And I'll, I'll share my opinion on the two story. Rethink everything. I start this out every single week. And you say, what the hell has cattle got to do with this? Is that we're, we could face some shortages. Uh, people are going to be stressed. People are going to have their, their minds. They already do on a lot of different things. You probably, like myself, found myself, I've come up with every kind of conspiracy you can think of. <clears throat> I think I'm up to 501 different uh, options of what's going on in our world. And I keep coming back to the fact it's just a virus. Um, so if, 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 if me as a, what I consider a rational person is coming with all these different theories, you can imagine people that are a little more stressed, and a little more affected by this is they're going to really, they're going to really be kind of out of their, their norm. And so we've kind of got to be able to bring people back into the norm. And, and uh, I think in some markets that norm is going to come back pretty quick, whatever the norm is going to be. I'm not reading too much into that, uh, but I think you need to get onto your stories right away. Even probably you shouldn't have never stopped. So <clears throat> online marketing, it's the air attack. This is the newest part of businesses. We haven't always taken and had uh, an air attack, just like we haven't had an air force, uh, believe it or not, for that long of time. And so you've got to take and kind of consider that in. So kind of think that for, for you know, a second of, of uh, as the online as the air attack. Hey, did you notice I threw in a, a cool different picture for you there? I did. That is, that is way cool. I love that. I saw that this morning. And so, you know, online marketing is you got to look at it. Okay. This is an air attack. It's you're going after you're going, you're, you're taking the high ground. You're seeing things from another perspective, a really high perspective. And so I love to take and think of that as, as more of our high tech, right? Um, you've got, let's see if anybody can nail what airplane this is. I know which one it is. Chris, don't say anything. Let's see in a, in a suggestion box, if anybody gets this, Correct. Uh, it should, should be a pretty easy one. It's not that hard if you're, if you're an aircraft. Localized relationship building, that's the ground attack, is your localized marketing, whether that be, you know, believe it or not, some radio, uh, direct mail, and so forth, is those two tying that in. Just like in the battlefield, is they tie those two in. One cannot take in... Uh, inject the other without one and the other knowing what they're doing. Uh, that would be an absolute nightmare. And so the same thing in your business is you've got to your ground, your air attack, we've got to work together. So developing a clear vision within your message um, is that know for a fact who your perspective and current market is. You've got to, you've got to be factual. Now you can do some AB testing, and you can go after new markets, say that you're going to get into a niche, you know, you're going to get into RVs, boats, aircraft, whatever it may be. Even then, for instance, getting into the aircraft, let's talk about aircraft. Everybody loves to talk about aircraft detailing. Uh, one of the most difficult uh, segments of detailing, especially within a specialty within a specialty. A lot of people see the little Cessnas flying around single engine planes. Man, I'm going to go out there, look at that. There's 300 of those small planes in our market. While in reality, it's a really tough market to break into those small, small planes. The money uh, lies in the corporate jet, the chartering business, fractional ownership business. And so knowing that and then going after that, you've got to have that clear vision. You've got to be able to track your clients and prospects. You've got to be able to get in there and actually see 
uh, and start learning their habits. If you don't know for a fact, A-B test it. Now, A-B testing is, Chris and I do a lot of that within our marketing efforts, is we test the same message, but with two different languages or two different images or two different statements uh, on different times. You guys are going through a test bed right now as we've moved over to once a week on these events. And we started it off uh, at, a, at a very early time to see if that helps all of you out of making able to, being able to attend versus doing it later in the morning. And so we're kind of A-B testing this right now is just to see what happens. You'll see the times will change a little bit over the coming weeks as we, we're gonna change it into different times to see which one where we get the best results where the most people show up. That's A-B testing. It's just putting A against B, finding out the, the results. Now it could be A-B-C testing. It could be A-B-C-D testing. You can add as many in. Problem is when you start adding more in, it's harder to track it. So you're better off just doing A-B testing, A-B testing, A-B testing. So it's, it's kind of like a heavyweight championship is you take one contender against another contender. The, the, the winner is the champion. Then that champion fights the next person. That person might take them out so that you keep going up the line like that. Aim at who and what within your market is that you have got to have really good aim, sniper precision on who you're going after. Don't shotgun it. Now, in the beginning, in the early days, even coming back from, you know, what we've experienced as of late, we might have to shotgun it a little bit. But as you hone in your skills and you find out who's spending money, is you want to aim at that, take aim at that, and then go after that within your ground war. I love this. Is anybody that's in the military knows exactly what I'm saying, is that, you know, you're calling in, especially if you're a reservist, if you're a weekend warrior, and, you know, if you look at this, is this, 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 uh, this Marine is calling it in, Roger, the detainee's name is Anal Chestnut. Oh, 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 fuck it, screw it. I don't, I don't even know the alphabet. My point to this is talk plain English to your customers, is they don't know what this means. You know, they don't know our alphabet. They don't know. And a lot of the times we talk and we're really proud. I know I have you walk up to a car and you go, you look at the scratches, you go, wow. Yeah, it's got a lot of ribs. And the person kind of looks at you like, it's got a lot of what? Yeah, it's got a lot of ribs, you know? It's, uh, yeah, a lot of ribs, a lot of texture to it. You can see the orange peel in there, you know? And, and they have no idea what you're talking about. And, you know, so talk plain English. Bring it down to their terms and start educating them. Instead of making them feel like they don't know anything, start making them feel like you're teaching them something. That way, all of a sudden, they go up. Now, you could say ribs. But it better be said something like, hey, you know, I, I, I can sign this. What, you see the scratch right here? This is a random isolated deep scratch. It's what we call a rid. And so you've got a couple of these rids, what we call rids, what you call, you know, a random a scratch. Um, you know, do you want us to go after that? So you can talk in the language, but make sure to decipher what you're saying. Uh, for instance, when we go from military over to uh, from search and rescue, combat support to civilian search and rescue, we go what we call plain English, which means, hey, you, it's me. It's as simple as that. We don't use any terms because guess what? That's what the sheriff's departments are using within their search and rescue operations. They're not using any 10 codes. They're not using anything. So when we come in from military, we go straight over to, straight over to plain English and just talk plain English, hey, you, it's me. And so you're better off with that within your own business. I love this, Kevin Hart. When you jump into the political realm, you're alienating some of your audience. 
So you can read the rest of it as I talk, is that Kevin hit it. You know, there's a lot of celebrities that jump into it. And whether what side of the aisle you come from, when you hear them, you know, either they're on the left speaking crap or they're on the right speaking crap, is doesn't it change your opinion a little bit? And so I think those are the one of the things is that a no-fly zone, again, is talk plain English and stay out of political hotbed stuff. Stay out of stuff that's controversial. Is Just stay away from it. Uh, if you believe in abortion uh, and you start touting that all over your, your, your social media and your website and around town, uh, good. I, I, I love it. Or if you don't believe in abortion, if you're one stance or the other, is that I don't need to know that as a customer. I really don't want to know that. Now, some you'll align with, but 50% you're not going to align with. So you might say, well, it's my morals and values. That's okay. You can live by your morals and values. And if you get into discussion, a private discussion, and they ask you about it, I'm not saying to withstand and not share your values. I'm just saying not to broadcast it out to everybody. Uh, right now on social media, I go on for social media. I make a post, I'm gone. I, I mean, I'm not spending five minutes a day on it. I'm not spending three minutes a day on it. The reason why is I simply don't want to take and, and see all the crap that's up there right now. I, there's enough crap going on in the world. I want to see positive. I want to read positive. I want to read the cool stuff you're doing to make it through this. I want to see, you know, the funny stuff. I want to see the challenging stuff. Like I just told you at the beginning, 501 different topics of what's really going on with this virus right now. And I keep coming back, shit, it's just a virus. You know, I love seeing that kind of debate that people have with themselves. I don't want to see political stance. You know, uh, I don't want to see garbage. I just don't. And so you shouldn't be putting that stuff up my opinion. Look at social media and online efforts as a system. You've always got to think of it for best results. Is For best results, you've got to be on all social media platforms. Is that it's a transmission. It's a gear system. You've got to have a website. You've got to have reviews. You've got to have testimonials. And you've got to have a website with a blog, if you ask me. You've got to be blogging. So you've got to look at all of that as a system. A lot of people say, well, I'm just using social media. I really don't need a website. I'll tell you a validation for having a website is at the end of the year, last year, uh, we took and we were looking for a piece of floor, floor cleaner for a shop. And I found one on social media. There was something that popped up and I was like, wow, that looks pretty cool. So I went over and read about it. The next thing I did is I went to their website and I did a review as validation uh, for me as a consumer. Uh, that same day, I spent, I spent nearly $3,000 on the, on the floor cleaner. The people picked up the phone. They had great uh, testimonials. They had great reviews on Google. Uh, their website was thorough. It was updated. Uh, and they answered their phone. They did all the right things. They had a great social media. It wasn't too techy. Uh, it looked nice. I would say that it was probably clean and simple. Their website was the same thing. It wasn't extravagant. It wasn't huge, but it had everything I need. And within 15, 20 minutes of finding them, they got my money. And so that's what you want to look at is using all the social media and online efforts as a total system versus one versus the other. You have your favorites? Absolutely. You know, I'm, a, I'm an Instagram guy. I love Instagram. One of the tools that we leave out a lot of times is 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 business related social media you know not just not just the uh 
the fun social media sites. There's a lot of business, especially localized. Website, really? Do we really, really need one? Uh, why should I have a website? I'm using social media platforms for, for this purpose. Validation, uh, search engine optimization to come up with you. So when people do use Google, is they're going to find you. They're going to find you in local searches. Google Maps is a great, believe it or not, when people search it. Just think of the last time you looked for a restaurant. When you're, when you're tied into Google, Google Maps, it's there. Blogging. Uh, this is huge. Blogging is a great way to take and update your site constantly. Chris has got me on a mission as we put all of these videos onto our blog, but also now as I'm writing. So I'm writing small write-ups and we're putting that into the blog, the blog because that's constantly new information for the search engines, for the spiders to go crawl. And the search engines love it because it's constant new data instead of just sitting there uh, as old data. Um, and then tie into all the social media efforts, your, your website is that you can tie that in together. There's different packages depending on the software that you use to build your website. You can take your blogging and it automatically goes over to social media when you blog. Pretty cool. And it can be all automated. So there's a lot of cool things where you can tie your website into your social media marketing and for validation. And guess what? It doesn't, it doesn't need to be a big site. Matter of fact, very small. Four or five pages tops. And it doesn't need to be expensive. If you're handy, you can build your own website right now, especially for those that are in states that are going to stay shut down for a little while. Go ahead and build your own. You know, play with it and see how it works. Two stories. I love this. This is my buddy, Doug. And you can see a uh, pretty amazing car, right? But you want to tell the story about you first off. And you want to tell the story about you is because you want to connect. You want to be a person. Is you want to be real. I like to share just enough and let them know I'm a family. So a lot of times I'll tell little stories about what my kids are up to. Uh, anybody that follows me on social media, my, our, our dogs are important to us. Um, I slowly take and tell my story about education, you know, of, of things I've done to become a better technician, better business owner. Uh, passion is I love to share uh, how much love I have for what I do, but also what we do outside of the business, what we do to support the community, what we do to support our nation. Um, and then community involvement is that's really huge is you want to be careful. There's a line between bragging and then there's a line of where you're just simply informing. And I love to inform, but a lot of people forget the story of them. And it's the, you are the most important element within your business. So many people put so much into their, their logos. And so they're, they want to build this big corporate image. You know, we came out of 9-11 and it was a wake-up call is that we had been this corporate image, this big little company that we had built into this big little company. I wanted the image to be of a big company, not a little company. 9-11 happened and I went the opposite way. We started marketing as a mom and pop because we wanted to take and get a connection. And then 2008 happens. Guess what? Even more so. Main Street businesses were really popular. Guess what's really popular right now? You're going to see me posting stuff on social media. I'm going away. I'm going to buy as much stuff locally as I can and as little from Amazon. Nothing against Amazon. Nothing at all. I just want to be a champion of local businesses. If they carry it, I'm buying it there. If it costs me 20% more, I'm buying it there because I've learned a lesson again. I want to support. I want people to support my local business 
So therefore, I'm going to live what I preach, and I'm going to take and buy locally as much as I can. And so that's your story. You've got to make sure that you are told, that you're, you're telling your story, you're sharing, people know something about you. Before we go to this next one, I'll tell you a funny story. Is back, oh, this was probably in 2003, 2004, is that, well, no, I know it was 2005. Late four, oh, no, Christmas of 04. Sorry, guys. I, I wasn't going to tell this story, but I'm going to. So we get out one Thanksgiving, we take a picture. A lot of the mafia guys have heard this before. We took a family picture out of our house, and uh, we had a little, you know, little, little blue spruce tree sitting there, and our house in the background, and take a picture. And 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 our kids are really little. Matter of fact, Darren, our youngest one, at 16 now, uh, she was less than a year old. It was her first Christmas. Um, <clears throat> we were really excited, so we take the picture. Uh, it was our Christmas picture. A couple days later, I put it in a newsletter, and uh, start promoting gift cards. And we said from our family to yours, Merry Christmas. We're, you know, we're working on, on uh, selling gift cards. It's a perfect gift, unique gift, gift of clean, all these different things. Right. And our phone starts ringing off the hook. Well, Nan Michigan calls us up one of our customers and she says, Rennie, Oh my God, that was such a beautiful picture of your family. And she goes, I want to buy 20, $200 gift cards. And she goes, I'm going to give them out to family and friends for Christmas. I almost fell off my rocker. I was like, you want, Two? Did you say two? Or are you, I mean, are you drinking? You know, it was, the, we had that great of a relationship. She goes, no, I want 20 of them. So I took them up there. Well, and I get up there, she, uh, and the phone was ringing. It wasn't just her. Nobody was buying 20, but we had people buying a lot of gift cards. I get up there and she goes, my God, Rennie. She goes, you know, this is a, we're in a really wealthy area, right? She goes, your family is so cute. And she said, I just couldn't believe it. She goes, on your little house behind you, it was sympathy buys. They saw our little 2,200 square foot house. And you got to remember these people had eight, nine, 10,000 square foot houses. They don't know with two people. They don't know how the heck we're fitting six people into 2,200 square feet. They felt sorry for us. So the next year I go down and a year later, I getting getting dressed the day after Thanksgiving and Diane goes, where are you going? I said, I'm going to go down to the mobile home park. She goes, why are you going down there? And I said, I'm going to look for a trailer that's uh you can see the tow hitch still on it and the wheels are attached. And she goes, what are you looking for that for? And I said, well, that's where we're taking our Christmas picture. I said, man, if we, if we did that well with our house in the background, I said, we're going to make a fortune off the fact if we take a picture in front of a trailer. Of course, Diane wouldn't go for it. But uh, two stories, the vehicles. The vehicles are always going to be, they're the, they're the stars, right? Is that the, the, even if you work on minivans. Now, this is Doug, a uh, pretty rare car that he worked on. Uh, amazing story on the car. And we've been able to live part of that, of Doug's life of seeing his collectors at Monterey and so forth. But tell the, tell the picture, you got to be careful of, 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 of giving too much about cars because some customers don't want it, but make sure you tell the story in pictures. Uh, best scenario, have the customer tell the story. If you can get the customers to go on social media and talk about you, that's even better. And I'm not talking to referral. I'm actually saying, taking a picture of maybe you and your trailer like this one and saying, look at, you know, what absolute shine on I just did on my, on my vehicle. These guys are amazing. Oh my God. If you can get them to do that, that is just, that's best case scenario. Photos and videos. We don't have to tell you that. You don't say, you don't need to know how important they are. You know, it is, but getting them out there forums. And I'm not talking about detailing forums. Stop posting and detailing forums. If you're working on a, you know, an F-150 pickup, how many F-150 forums are there out there? I mean, there's a ton of them. 
there's a form for almost any car you can imagine, either a standalone or definitely on social media, or simply just hashtag it if you're on, if you're on Instagram. But you've got to go after it and tell the story. Other people with that brand that make that model are going to be watching it, and they're interested in what you have to say. Become that localized expert. Um, and boy, I'll tell you what, you'll be really happy. And then just build awareness of what you can do. So by capturing photos before and afters, Mike Phillips says it really good. The key to great before and after pictures is remembering to take the before picture. So many times as we as technicians, we get excited about doing the work. We go in there, we do the work, we correct the problem. We forgot to take the picture of the problem before we corrected it. So now we just got a perfect area with no before picture. And so I love that saying. You know, a lot of people in the industry are doing this right now, is that I get ads from small, I mean small operators, and that's not a downturn on anybody. We're small, we're tiny, we're three of us, is that, but you know what, why, if you're in Washington State, is people in Florida getting your ads, you're just wasting money. You've got to take and super hyper concentrate. For me, is where I'm going to do is I'm going to go right into Big Bear Lake where I live within maybe a 20, 25 mile radius. Now, as my reputation builds, that area of operation is gonna get bigger. I could drive in people from as far away as Phoenix, but probably not. You could, but is there money in it? Well, if there's money in it, great, let them come. But right now, just concentrate. You can, it's cheaper, it's more affordable, it's easier to track, there's so many reasons. But I see people trying to take and in, 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 in become famous, so to say, and then there's those people that just don't know that they're, that they're not doing the target marketing like they should. They're spending so much more money than they have to, and they're getting really crappy results. If you really hyper, 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 hyper concentrate your ads to your local market, it's not going to hardly cost you anything, and you're going to have far better results and a lot more exposure for your money. So with that being said, target marketing, incredibly affordable, especially right now. There's so many packages out there is that it's easy to target down to many levels of precision. You can target all the way down to makes and models. You can, target, you can find people in their careers. Let's say that they work for a large law firm you're after. You can target that. You can target areas within your market, neighborhoods, planned developments, country clubs. You can target habits. Let's say they're, they're golfers. Golf and detailing go hand in hand. Is let's say they're, they're golfers. You can take and target down to that. Let's say that there's, you know, in, in our area, there's a, there's a well-known shooting range. Uh, you can target down to that, that people to go there. Uh, equestrian, holy smokes, you want to get tied into some money. Is not everybody with horses, but a lot of people that are really into it is that they've got nice vehicles that are towing the horse, horse trailers and everything else around. You can go all the way down to interest. So if they're into hiking, if they're into outdoors, a lot of times those people, they're going to go out there weekend warriors. They're going out and getting dirty, but they need their cars cleaned up and they need them nice. Uh, Jeeps, I tell people trucks and Jeeps are huge. People just underestimate the value of trucks and Jeeps. So you've got to get in there. You've got to get in and, and hyper do it. Reviews and testimonials. Get people talking reviews. Get them to go to Google. Get them to go to your social media pages. Get them to go to your Facebook page. Get them to go to Yelp. Get them to go to all of your, man, there's a lot of local ones that have popped up, right? You can go on there. But testimonials are completely different than reviews. Testimonials are things that you can use, that you can send out in newsletters, that you can print, that you can put in printed, printed, uh, printed items. 
there's a lot of ways that you can use testimonials. If you can get a video testimonial, oh, wow, man, that is great. Uh, transcribe it for them and say, hey, I just transcribed your, your video testimonial. Can I get you to take and, and sign this so I can share it? Uh, share those testimonials and those reviews. If you're getting good reviews, go over and copy and paste them into your social media. Put a cool picture of the person's car behind it and put that picture up on Instagram. It's a real statement. You just pulled it right off your Facebook page. So go in there, copy it, and put it down. Do the same thing on your website. Do the same thing in your newsletters. So you've got to really take and crack. I, we, I am not shy. I will ask people for reviews and testimonials, sharing about our business. You have got to ask. If you don't ask, they're not going to do it. So make sure to get in there and ask them. Ground war efforts. This is huge. Tie in social media and online to offline. How the heck do you do that? You're going to work with other small businesses in your area. That's how is that you're going to go in and network with anybody that's automotive related, anybody that's service related. If they're going in the, and they're seeing, if they, if they got touch points with the customers that I've got touch points with, I want to know that company. I want to know them well. And more so, everybody looks for the wrong reason. They look because they say, hey, man, that person can give me a lot of business. No, 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 no. Look because you can give them a lot of business. Now, if they don't repeat the, the favor and then they're not referring you to a lot of people, go find a new contact in that industry. It should be receptacle. They should be giving you uh, as many or close to as many leads, but make it about the other person at first. Get them to know that you're dead serious about that relationship. Nine out of 10 times, they're going to take note of that and they're going to start giving you business too. That's a great way to work with it. Uh, promote those that promote you and then build up others. Simple as that. When you see new businesses that are going into business and they're having grand openings and they're having different events, uh, and they're struggling, offer to help them out. Is that if you get asked a lot of times, hey man, do you know anybody that does lawn care? Have an answer if you, for maid service, have an answer. Be connected in the community that you live in and be able to take and give resources. When you become a localized resource for other sources and other needs, guess what? People like that. And if they trust you, they're gonna go do business with that. And that other small business is gonna take and in return, give you business too. Ah, oh, boy, this is a tough one. Most detailers are marketing to other detailers. Is they're peacocking. Is, and I've never understood this uh, in my entire career. I just don't know why detailers, more than anything, they speak the detailing language. They go out there and they put endless amounts of content up in detailing forms. And hey, if it's a learning source, that's great. Um, I just don't like to brag to other detailers. I like to take and educate and spend that time going after more money. Did you know that? I mean, I go back and most of my career was spent without the internet. I built up companies before the internet got here. And even when the internet was there, it wasn't until really, I didn't really jump onto the main scene until late 2004, 2005, somewhere right in there, because I was too busy building businesses. I was too busy building my brand. Uh, I was on the forums. I watched some of the early forums. It was a lot of hate, a lot of, a lot of good stuff. We had a lot of good times, uh, but I was a latecomer to it. And, and I would cruise, I'd sit in the reeds as I call it and kind of watch, you know, what was going on. 80% um, of it was bullshit. The other 20% was good information. Out of that good information, 10% of it was solid because 10% of the people given the good information were still full of shit because they weren't going out and practicing what they preach. 
Uh, they weren't as successful as they said. They're living in their grandma's garage. So, you know, you've got to be really careful and just stop taking and peacocking. There's a lot to learn from forums. I'm not saying there isn't, but it's, is, it, is it trusted information? Is it trusted knowledge base? Are those people actually doing it? We've seen in recent times a lot of the big hitters, boy, within six days of, this, of the virus situation, they were, they were saying they're going to die. And so I have to question uh, the depth of their success. So, hey, we want to try to keep this at a realistic base. We're at about 30 minutes. Uh, these are the other events that we've got going on. So we've got uh, the Zero to 60 video series, our podcast, uh, PNS is putting on a university, and then Detailing Success. You can go over to detailingsuccess.com to learn more. New schedule, what's up? Um, this starts a new schedule. Wednesday mornings at 6. We might play around with this time a little bit just over the next few weeks. Why are we going to this? What, what's the reason for the new schedule? Is that we want you all to get back to work of getting your businesses ready for the next level. Whatever next is, we want you guys getting ready for it. To take and come down to three days a week was pretty tough. We had a lot of support during these, these times. We're really happy that we had the opportunity. We want to thank PNS for allowing me the time to escape. My wife, for Chris, helped me put all these together. Uh, over the last uh, five weeks, uh, it was a lot of work, you know, putting, putting, putting these together and coming out. Uh, we hope that it helped many of you. Uh, we're going to continue with this. Once we're through the book, we're still going to do a business buildup. We'll go to a, probably to a guest format, bring different people in that we respect within various industries and kind of share with you all. Uh, our next event is going to be Wednesday, May 6th. Um, same time, same place right here, 6 a.m., uh, we're going to talk about traditional marketing strategies and going into more traditional. My traditional is not traditional. We're going to go, it's what, what I call guerrilla warfare. A lot of us don't have the deep pockets to put traditional marketing efforts into it. So we're going to talk about different things you can do on a budget, a lot of things you can do for free, a lot of different ways to look at it. And again, strategies of tying it into the air war uh, with airstrikes within uh, your social media marketing and so forth. So we're going to go into that. So, Chris, do we have any questions popping up? Um, I don't have any questions yet. If you guys have some questions, type them in real fast. But uh, Art did mention this was back when you were talking about the uh, marketing to other detailers and peacocking. He goes, that's why I deleted all the detailers from his social media. Yeah, it is. But, you, know, you know, Billy, um, Flex versus Rupes. No, I mean, you're always going to be that. Um, I think controversial is, you know, I, I, I mean, I guess so. I mean, there's always those camps, which I don't get. I've got every single polisher, griots, you name them in the, in the training center. And we don't justify. We have people that are going to come to training and we let them make their decisions on what, what tools they like. Uh, I have in every single class, somebody comes up and says, you know, I, was, I had a, a 10 year, uh, a 10 year relationship with flex um, that, you know, still a big champion of flex, but I'm just not officially their spokesperson, uh, like I was for many years, but I've had a great, a lot of people don't realize that I've gone to the Rupes training. Also, Jason Rose and I've got a great relationship. We've known each other for, you know, probably 20 years. Um, and so I've actually gone to Rupes training. So I, I think the controversial there, I think it comes down to what you prefer, but I see bickering about it. Right. And I just don't understand that or what's better. Um, I know what's better for, for me and my business. I know what, how I can save time and money for me is the, the tool I use is going to depend on what I can get done. You know, I'm, I'm into this for money. 
You know, it's not a, I want my skill set and my abilities to be able to turn money um, per hour and whatever tool is going to turn that, that, that buck the easiest and do the least amount of damage to the vehicle. Uh, it's like I was listening to a medical doctor yesterday. A lot of people need to be taking an oath in detailing, just like we as medics, doctors, nurses do, of do no harm. People get in with the rotaries that don't know what they're doing, and they're just diminishing clear uh, one or two passes, three passes. They have no idea uh, what they're doing to the paint. And so I think, you know, those are two different things in reality. I think the bickering with each other of just like, okay, right now the big topic is closed versus non-closed, essential versus non-essential. Um, uh, going after each other. I mean, we, Diane and I had to come in and make a big, bold statement of what was essential and what wasn't, you know, and a lot of people were angry at us for that. And we just, we just stated facts. That's all we did was state facts. Uh, I think that, that just going in and seeing the ridiculousness of, you know, watching people peacock and put stuff up on forums that aren't getting them any business is that your, your, your customers don't go into those detailing forums is a forum for me or, or a discussion area is about educating and getting uh, new information that I can turn into profits is that I'm a business. So that's, that's kind of where I'm going on that. Uh, marketing the other detailers. Um, I just don't, I just don't get it. You know, there's no value in it. Chris, um, else? I, yeah, I got a, I got a two part question in here from uh, Tim Cardi. He asks, uh, for, for website blogs, what kind of, uh, what kind of thing should be spoken about? So what kind of article should we be posting? Oh, wow. What do you capture? Okay. Get, get oh, that's a great question. Capture what you're doing. Use the content from every vehicle that you work on. Talk about, um, what does decon decontaminating your vehicle mean? You know, a lot of people know, most people in the world know what clay is, right? But do they know what it does? Do they, do they know that before you, you know, the proper prep, do they know that detailers tell them, tell them like this is a perfect time if you've got kind of low budget detailers that are doing stuff kind of crappy, educate them why you go through the steps you go through. So it puts doubt in the mind on the cheap guys. Talk about the fact that every single car that you, if you ever touch a machine to it, it's decontaminated chemically and mechanically is that in the reasons why, and then show before and after pictures. Talk about the art of wheel cleaning that. You've got two different levels of wheel cleaners. You've got a strong wheel cleaner for, wheel, for wheels that have been kind of uh, ignored and, 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 and not taken care of. And then you've got a milder wheel cleaner for, for those wheels that have been maintained or cars that you, you see all the time. Talk about why you don't want to use that real, that real harsh cleaner all the time because it slowly starts breaking down the different surfaces on the wheels and the brake calipers, the paint, and, uh, and the rubber. And so talk about those things. Start educating them slowly about every aspect of detailing. Why you use dry steam uh, is another great one. Why you don't use, why you use water-based tire dressing versus, you know, something different. So there's a lot of different things. The difference between wax and sealers and, 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 and why, why the vast difference. The difference between wax sealers and coatings. Uh, the difference between a, a one-year, a three-year, a five-year, and a 10-year and how you personally feel or professionally feel about those different coatings. 
there is a host every time you if you can imagine if you touch a surface there's a story behind it you've just got to learn to tell the story of how you clean radio knobs and why you do it how you clean vents how you clean steering wheels um, how you include trunks within within your details you know i mean just nonstop you can go on talk about your education talk about your certification talk about your associations so there's a lot of things on the blog make it small the the problem that a lot of people get is that and we tell the guys in the mafia this don't get diarrhea of the mouth don't go out and a lot of us will get a cool vehicle to work on and we put every picture of it up right then and there if you got 25 really good pictures of that vehicle that's 25 different stories over the next two or three months is, Hey, reflecting back when I worked on this, this rare 67 Chevelle, you know, for instance, um, you know, keep the story moving is don't get diarrhea. And if I'll, I'll throw in too, just, you know, always remember that your audience is going to be your customers or your potential customers. So anything you write or share on there, keep that in mind. Uh, Rennie and I, when we do stuff for, for us, our audience is a little different. It's, it's you guys, right? So, so our stories are going to be a little, you know, they're going to be focused differently. <laughs> and um, even something as simple as one thing I used to like to do for my blog, or, or actually I still like to do it, but I haven't done it for a little while. Even if you go out to a car show, take lots of pictures, bring that car show to your customers later. You know, oh, you could, you could, you could post them up on your blog, do a little one or two paragraph write up. And then, you know, share it as part of your newsletter, share it as a social media post later and bring it to them virtually, even, even when we're not sitting at home in front of our computers, like we are now. Hey, that's a great point. I'm, I'm glad Chris said, you know, Chris, Chris is a great photographer and he's got a, he's got a great eye. And um, I like that fact, Chris, that, you know, go being, being showing that you're, you're really passionate about not just detailing, but the automobile, you know, vehicles. I mean, it, it, I love watching people. There's a couple people I watch on the, um, on social media that there's a helicopter guy and I can't wait. And when he posts new stuff, because man, I just, I know it's going to be different. And he, he takes two of my favorite things, the outdoors and helicopters. And it's like, Oh man, he's created a fan within me. I don't even know the guy, but I'm a fan because he, he shares his passion. So that's huge. You go out, or if you see, I love to take and, and find odd cars in parking lots. If I see, um, if I see something that just you just don't see any that often, you know, especially old cars, even if they're junky, or you see a really like a, a an old Buick, you know, just a four door '80s or '90s Buick, and somebody's just taking perfect care of it, I dig that, you know, and tell that story on social media and on your blog. I think it's really really cool. Tim Cardi also adds, for websites, should prices be posted? You know, there's two schools of thought here. So let me give both sides. Um, there's an attraction figure that make the, the people, there's, 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 there's part of, the, part of the, the crowd that says, yeah, because it, it will tell the people right off the bat. It will get you more serious inquiries. You know, people will look at it, and when they do finally call you, they kind of already know the price point. There's that side. So I, I see the fact in that I'm not part of that party. Um, I'm the part that wants them to call in. We've tried it all. We've AB tested it. In most markets, we had six shops in six different, um, in five different states. And we AB tested it and, and all the shops decided. Texas was the only one that we had starting prices at. So the, it said, 
prices start at instead of having a, a solid number. All the other locations were call for a free estimate, call for a free evaluation. <clears throat> My salesmanship is they could look at that price and say, ooh, not interested. But they could call me and I might take and be able to convince them that it's worth the price. Bill, Billy says <laughs> he was back about his, his sale thread that he got shelled. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it, that, that, was, that was pretty funny. That's, that's good. I like shelled. Um, comes to coatings, Mark Nelson's ad that they understand claim, claim, tell them that exfoliating your, your, your skin, it's just like cleaning the paint. Exactly it. Um, it's exactly it. And so telling a story, you know, it's, again, tight. Man, there's so many stories. Um, and the story might be even that, hey, my, my, my kid started kindergarten today. I'm a proud dad. There's going to be those of us that, that appreciate the things you're going through, the different stages of your life, whether, um, you know, you're, you're, it's a kid thing. Uh, dogs, dogs, are, dogs and animals are one of the key factors that will tie in people's heart to you. And so, I, you know, we've got four dogs. I just, I, and they're all rescues. So I love telling my, you know, show, I don't show my dogs for business. Honestly, just show my dogs because I love my dogs, you know. I'll tell you a funny story is I take a, uh, I've got a Peloton bike and I was working out um, day before yesterday and the instructor, it was, it was pretty ironic. I was just telling my wife this story last night is that the instructor right when he gets going, he goes, okay, we're going to work you hard. But before we do, I want you to take, take and envision two things in your mind that comes to mind right now that you, you're blessed to have in your life. And the first thing I thought of was my wife. And I said, well, wow, you know, Diane, I probably don't give her enough credit. And I need to, you know, I need to, I need to tell her she's a blessing to me more often. And two seconds later, our, our, our dog Boomer comes running in into our shop where, where, where my bike is. And I go, and I'm, I'm happy that Boomer, I'm blessed to have Boomer. And it was just, it was a funny story because he, he's such an amazing story in himself of being rescued and uh, his life before us and how he's infected our lives. So, um, okay. So Chris, any other questions? Uh, no, no other, uh, no other questions right now. All right. Well, Hey guys, we want to try to, we're going to try to take and respect your time, give you solid information. Listen, there's a lot of online marketing we go into. Some of it's cloudy. Uh, some of it, uh, is, is really technical. Uh, we, we could spend days, hours, weeks. Uh, a lot of it's over my head. I, I, we know what we do, but there's pros that actually do it tonight. Uh, we've got William Lars coming on to the Detail Mafia uh, and doing private webcasts with the, the group. Uh, he's got a lot of marketing experience on social media. So we, we, could, we could do a lot of this. We'll definitely get dive back into this. I've got some experts I can call in uh, in future episodes when we get through the book. So we'll do that. So, hey, if anybody's got any questions, reach out to us. You can go to detailingsuccess.com. Uh, you can reach Chris at chris at detailingsuccess.com. Or you can reach me, Rennie, R-E-N-N-Y, at detailingsuccess.com. So thanks for coming in. Uh, if you've got – I'm shelled. I'm still looking at Billy's. I got shelled. Um, if you've got comments uh, or if, you would, if you've got input on times that you would like this to happen, let us know. We're trying to play around with it just to see what works best for all of you. It's all about you. Obviously, we adjusted. We want to take it. If it, if it, if it works coming in earlier, uh, we'll make it happen. So thanks, everybody. Have a wonderful, uh, a wonderful rest of the week. Uh, go out, and I'll, I'll, I'll share with you. Right after we get off this call, name two things that you are fortunate to have in your life. Just think about those two things for a microsecond, 
and then uh, make sure that you reach out to those those two those two people uh, or two opportunities and make sure they know that they that that they are a blessing to you. So take care. Have a good uh, have a good rest of the day. We'll see you soon.